Welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod. Today, wanting to talk about a particular player. We haven't had an individual podcast on him yet, but in my research and doing the mock drafts and doing the position rankings, just screaming out we need to talk about him because I think we're in for a very, very big year, a very, very big monumental season. And that is of Nathan Cleary from the Penrith Panthers. Um, No... No hiding that I'm a big Cleary fan in terms of his super coach outlook. I've got him as I've had him as number one on the big board throughout. Um, but really looking into it because, like I said to you guys in a couple of these recent podcasts and posts, the draw really did lean itself to having a good think about Nico Hines at number one. Uh, I've had some guys come and go, you know, why not one of the fullbacks, you know, particularly Ponga or Turbo at number one, if you really believe one of those fullbacks can gun it. I just think we're about to have that Nathan Cleary season that's just undeniable. Now, you might hear that and say, well, Matt, in his debut in 2016, he's never had a season under 60 average in Supercoach. Go through the years. 2016, a 66 average. That's as a rookie. 2017, a 69.9, call it a 70. 2018, 71, drops off a little bit, but then we go on a huge run here. 2019, 68, 2020, 83, 2021, 108, absolutely ridiculous, 2022, 79.9, call it 80, and last season, 89.4. This is a guy who you're going to draft, and there's no there's no doubt who your captain is that week, who a VC or a C is going on. He's absolutely matchup proof. Like I said previously, he is the unicorn of unicorns that bump up will always happen after a game. They'll always find an assist. They'll always find a couple of extra tackles. Nathan Cleary will cost you the first overall pick. He was average draft position number one last season. It'll be the same this year. But I just think in terms of what's going to happen on the field, which is going to relate to his super coach, I looked at the one thing missing from his resume and what I said last year heading in and what I'm going to say this year. That Dalliem medal has eluded him so far. And I went back and looked at probably what I believe in the last, you know, 30 odd years, 35, 40 years, who were the best six halfbacks? Three current day, three older. Look at the current day. Joey Johns debuted in 93, won the Dalliem in 98, five years. Cooper Cronk debuted in 04, won the Dalliem in 2013, nine years. Jonathan Thurston debuted in 02, Dalliem 05. That's absolutely ridiculous. That was three years. Jump back, the older guys. Ricky Stewart debuted in 88, won the Dalliem 93. Alan Langer, 86 debut, 96 Dally. And Peter Sterling, 78 debut, 86 Dally. Take out Thurston. You're looking at around year seven to nine where things really happen in that magical season clicks where you get the award. And those seasons we remember, you know, you remember 05 Thurston, you remember 13 Kronk, 98 Joey. Those are the seasons you remember. And I think this season, even though Cleary's had quite a few, I think this is the one for him. 2016, it puts him right on the trajectory, eight years. Uh, I just think that it's absolutely due for him. He'll miss a couple of games for Origin. He'll be rested a few, no doubt about it, but... Like this season, if he gives you 19 games, let's call it 20, you're going to get potentially the overall point scorer 
you're going to get the highest averaging player on the best team in the comp. And it's undeniable. You can make the argument for Hines. You know, they've got a pretty soft run compared to what we thought it potentially could be. You know, you've got Turbo, who's always a threat. You've got Ponga, who finished the season like an absolute house on fire. But to me, Nathan Cleary is the pick there. It doesn't matter what you say about position, depth, then, you know, oh, you might find a halfback later on. If you've got the chance to draft Nathan Cleary, you must do it. It's an absolute must this season. I'm not going to hear the argument. I'm about to put out those player cards we've been talking about with the some key stats and some rankings and what's the highest and lowest outlook. To me, Cleary can't go lower than one. Now, I know there'll be some guys there, you know, on that card, he'll probably have two on it. Because, you know, I reckon someone might make an, an extreme case for someone else, but then the next guy will go, not happening. I look back to my previous draft this season. Cleary won, Latrell went two, and I was sitting there at three. Thank you very much. I'll take Nico Hines. This is what it's going to be in your draft. Company. If you have the number one pick and don't take Nathan Cleary, everyone behind you is going to trigger a chain effect of guys trying to get up to that number two slot to grab him. And the guy at number two is in a very nice position to win his comp. I'm going to put Nathan Cleary's um, previous six seasons overall finisher up tomorrow, but I'll give you a sneak peek here. So the 2018, 144. 2019, 18th overall. 2020, 3rd overall. 2021, 8th overall. 2022, 86th. And this year, 8th. When he's on the park and he's played games, he's the highest scoring player in Supercoach most years. And he's someone who went healthy, as you see there, four years inside the top 20. Uh, and again, this is a team that, you know, had the opportunity to rest. He's been playing Origin. He's had some niggling injuries. Um, just to me, he's the absolute no-brainer, Nathan Cleary. I think you just got to go there. While he's playing halfback for the Panthers and they are the dominant team, I don't know how you go past him. Um, I have, Not only does he have a chance, obviously, he's on the trajectory for all the NRL accolades he's going to get, but from a super coach player, talking about great super coach careers in terms of guys against year in, year out, I go, yep, that's the guy. Um, Cleary's there. You know, where that runway Cook was the uh, first overall pick for quite a few years there. Teddy uh, stayed at the claim there for quite a while. Really, for the last three years, has been the Nathan Cleary show. And I think, similar to what I've been saying this year, Harry Grant, it doesn't matter his origin and restings. You're just going to stick and pick in your classic season the whole way through. Nathan Cleary will be the same for me. I'm not gonna, he's not going to be moving from my team, even through the origin period. I'm not going to waste trades getting him in and out. I'll work out the rest of my side, but Nathan Cleary will stay there. Because, you know, every single week you've got a potential option on a great matchup, you can absolutely brain it. So Nathan Cleary is the undisputed number one. I don't want to hear any arguments. I hear, I'll hear guys going, Hines, you know, Sharks, primary playmaker, the goal kicking. Ponga, primary playmaker, goal kicking. Turbo, just the absolute freak that he is. But to me, you're doing yourself a disservice if you get the number one pick in your draft comp. Now, if you're not number one and you somehow snag Nathan Cleary in your draft comp, credit to you. Um, I know on draft night, if I don't get the number one pick, I will be working a trade out straight away. What can I do? Is my number one and two worthy of getting Nathan Cleary? Because to me, I think he's just going to have that real special year where we look back, like I said, at all these greats. You look at the Joeys, the Cronks, the Thurstons of modern day, the, the Stewarts, the Langers, the Sterlings of previous years. This just feels like the year where 
He's done the three-peat. He's going to walk in Origin next year, I think, with a new glow about him. To me, Cleary is going to have a tremendous year, and I think he's going to have a real chance for one, the Daly M, but two, I think he can be the top point scorer overall. Now, again, there might be some games where he's rested. He may not be overall point scorer number one, but in terms of averages, he'll average the highest. He'll be the best captain option week in and week out. And this is a guy you just want to get in your side. So like I said, in Classic, he's going to be a star and a hold all season. Don't muck around. I know there's going to be the guys that go, I just want two gun half at all the time. And if there's a three-week stretch where clearly he's not playing, I'll get someone else in there. And in the draft comp, again, there's all these other guys you want to maybe pick. Just go Cleary. Safe as houses. Take the number one player on the board. Don't overthink the room. Leave it there, guys. Like I said, I just really wanted to get that one out because, like I said, we've kind of have been skating around him for most of this offseason because, to me, he's pretty undeniable in terms of where he stands right now from a super coach perspective. But, yeah, I've heard a couple of, you know, even with my group of friends and circles around that I, you know, do talk a bit of league with, there is a little bit of talk about Cleary not being number one, which I just think, to me, like I said, to be the man, you've got to beat the man, and no one has beaten Nathan Cleary yet. Uh, so... To me, he's an absolute stay. And again, I just think that historically, he's about to have that season that all the greats have had. So you want to be on board for that ride with him. Leave it there, guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Get to the socials at the SC Heartback. Back again with another pod shortly. So thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.